0: Hello and welcome to the Church Society podcast. I'm Ros Clark, I'm the Associate Director of Church Society and I'm your host here on these podcasts. Today we're having the next in our uh, occasional series, meeting some of our Church Society Trust parishes. So I'm here um, talking with Simon Tompkins. Tell us who you are and what you do, Simon.
1: Uh, I'm Simon. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a Christian. I'm married to Nikki. Uh, We've got four boys. I'm the vicar of St. James Church in Audley, at St. Martin's Church in Talk and St. John's Church in Allsages Bank.
0: And for people who don't know off the top of their head where Allsages <laughs> Bank, Talk and Audley are, tell us whereabouts in the world we are.
1: Um, so when I first saw the job advertised in the Church Society parish, I, um, well, I had a number of thoughts, not least who on earth. Would take on three churches, um, that's crazy. We'll, uh,
0: we'll come back to that. Yeah, maybe.
1: okay, let's come back to that. Um, uh, the 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 other thought was um, you know, where, where where is where is Audley? Um, so I asked Google and it said it was in Staffordshire. So my next question for Google was where is Staffordshire? To my to my shame, um, and it's um, uh, it's about uh, kind of it's right in the middle of everywhere really, and we are we are the centre of the universe. So we're about halfway between Manchester and Birmingham. Uh, we are. We're not quite Northwest. We're not quite Midlands. We're not quite Potteries. We're not quite Stoke on Trent, but kind of on the outskirts. Um, all the All the Sages Bank and Torque We're we're pretty much the centre of.
0: You're a couple of miles from yeah. the M6, aren't you?
1: Yeah. That, I mean that may be M6. a helpful
0: thing. People have driven up the M6, a couple of miles from Junction sixteen. That's the one. Um, and it is Staffordshire. I mean, I'm from Stafford and. I don't really think of this as Staffordshire, although I know technically it is. I mean, it is is—it is sort of at the northern end of the county, isn't it? Um, you know, you're north of Stoke-on-Trent, so that feels like quite a long way from me. Um, OK, and so you're vicar of those three parishes, and mm-hmm. also here with us is Scott. Scott, just tell us who you are and what you do.
2: Um, I'm a Christian too. <laughs> um, my name's Scott sievrat uh, I'm the Youth and Families Minister here. I've got a wife called Ange, and two small children. So I feel like I can, can never complain to Simon about the children because <laughs> he uh, outnumbers uh, ours, by two. Yeah, family uh, life must be very easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also cover those those three churches, um, doing preaching and focusing on youth and families.
0: Okay, great. So Simon, how long have you been here now? It's a couple of years, is it?
2: Two, two and a half years, yeah.
0: And Scott, how long have you been here?
2: Since August,
0: okay so six months or six so months, yeah. okay so relatively recent both of you but but particularly you Scott. so normally at this point i would ask a bit about what the parishes are like so you said you have three churches that's three parishes i guess mm-hmm. um what sort of a place are they um so are we talking urban or rural are they commuter places what sort of people live in your parishes
1: um, they're lovely places I think that's that's the first thing to say um, no one had ever said anything nice to me about Stoke on-Trent before um, I came for an interview here and I came up and it was we had a, a four day old baby uh, it was sleeting sideways across the m6 it was grey and miserable and I kind I, I Amazingly, I was offered the job, and I thought, "Well, someone's got to go there." Um, you know, the people are lovely, but the weather's the weather's grim. And and then we came up in in June, and it is just beautiful. The fields, the the sunshine there. Uh, I was just, so so we love it. Um, three uh, villages, uh, Allsages Allsages Bank. Um, there, well, there's a, there's a number of villages around Audley, uh, um, and talk is is slightly set apart from that. Um, we are. Um, what kind of place are we? We're, again, we're kind of we're kind of in the middle. So the Church of England has got a, a deprivations ranking of it goes from about naught to twelve thousand. Uh, one is the most deprived parish. Twelve is the twelve thousand is, is the least deprived. And Audley is pretty much bang in the middle. So um, we're not really um, kind of posh enough to be really classy. We're not quite grungy and um, kind of deprived enough to to have that kind of hip, um, edgy church planting feel. Um, Scott is laughing like I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we it's it's um, there, there are there are issues um, in, in in all three parishes but um, they're really lovely communities. Um, and Do people
0: um, tend to live and work here? Do they work in Stoke? Do they commute up to Manchester, maybe?
1: I think... Uh, so, so, yep, so folk will we'll, um, commute to, to other places. But but Audley is, is quite a self-contained bubble as well. It is quite hard to get out of Audley, despite the fact that we're five minutes from the, the M6. So um, <laughs> Easy
0: to get in, but hard to get out. Nice. I, I, think,
1: I, I think I've been to London... Um, there's a, there's a really fast train from, from Crewe and from Stoke. I think I've been to London, I think, twice in the last two years. Uh, it's it really nice. Why would we want to leave?
0: Yeah, great. Um, um, good. And um, so uh, ordinary sort of towns, smallish villages around, um, nice places uh, to live and to be. What are the churches like? Scott, maybe um, as a sort of newer comer, what's your impression of, of the three different churches and um, the kind of places that they are?
2: St. James is is where I would focus most all of my real real, um, youth and families work. So there's a mix of children, adults, our students go away, so we've got a bit of a bubble there. Um, So that's uh, going up, that's St. James. However, St. Martin's and St. John's, more ageing congregation, um, and no children around.
0: Right, okay, and um, I those those of our listeners who were at uh, the Jake conference last summer uh, will have heard about St James Audley um, because this, I believe, is where Wallace Ben used to be. That's right. Yeah. Uh, of uh, you know, I'm sure of blessed memory around here, <laughs> but also Absolutely. because when Wallace was here, um, Sean Morris, mm-hmm. who now is a vicar down in, in Stoke-on-Trent, was a student at Keel and used to bring two carloads of students over to Audley every Sunday morning. <laughs> so, you know, he would bring one carload, go back, get another carload, bring them over. So they did used to have at one point a little student congregation, but I think that was that was a blip rather than perhaps the norm over the years.
1: Well, if any Kiel students are listening to this, we'd love to have you, <laughs> you come and join
0: us. I mean, it's not that far, <laughs> is it? But I guess you, you do have to have a car, certainly. Um, it wouldn't be that easy to get here um, otherwise. Um, good, and there are other churches, <laughs> perhaps that are slightly nearer. Uh, anyway, um, I've forgotten where I was going with that. Oh yeah, okay. So you mentioned slightly more ageing congregations in the the other churches, more of a family feel uh, here in Audley. What sort of size uh, are your congregations? How many people would you have on a Sunday?
1: So we've got um, five congregations. Um, uh, so about eight. So at eight fifteen. Um, I, I tried to stop the uh, confession time. I tried to stop the eight fifteen soon after we arrived because I just couldn't see how we could keep five congregations going, and and uh, there was a, a, a very valiant um, fight by the eight fifteen congregation to to guard it. And um, I've, I've struggled to, to make it along to eight fifteen very much. And wonderfully, there's been a little mini revival there. So there's about seventeen folk going along on a, a Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean a
0: quarter past 8 on a Sunday morning that is, that's
1: that's, that's quite
0: amazing. impressive um,
1: yeah so that's a lovely lovely little congregation there um uh, 915 congregations also just bank um 10 to 15 and probably a similar number at st martins um probably about 90 adults um mm. 15 children or so at um 10:30 here at, at st james and ten to fifteen at, at six o'clock in the evening at at St okay. Martin's.
0: So all all together adding those up, you've got quite a significant number, I guess. I mean you know, sort of I don't know, 120, 130 maybe, uh, all together. Yeah. Um but but um as you say over different congregations. So over the last um two and a half years or so, Simon, what have you what have you been encouraged by? What have you seen God doing uh in these churches?
1: Um oh, that's a great question. I think I think it's just it's lovely seeing God's word bearing fruit over a really long period of, of time that kind of fruitful gospel ministry from thirty years ago. my predecessor um uh, peter was here twenty seven years um so my 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 target is to try and beat that um and I think, I think one of the things that first struck me I, when i arrived um there was a a bring and share lunch after church one one Sunday and and I was flapping around wondering who was in charge and who was organising it and how it was all gonna happen and um someone turned to me and said, Simon, just just relax, it'll happen. I said, Well how these things don't just happen. They said, Yeah, yeah, they do and and people just got on with serving one another and tables were out and the food appeared and food was cleared away and people were washing up in the kitchen and no no one was asked to do anything. It was just both loving each other and um Wonderful. It's, so it's it's lovely seeing that. Um I think, uh, I'm trying to think of um, other particular encouragements we've had. We've had um, uh, really encouraging um, seeing folks standing up and declaring their faith in Jesus really clearly. A uh, lovely confirmation service earlier in the year and some, some really encouraging baptisms. I um, think encouragement of um, kind of Christianity explored, simply Christianity type courses, uh, trying to run those a couple of times a year and um, friendships and relationships being built there and people looking seriously at the claims of Jesus for themselves that's that's a huge encouragement
0: yeah great um, um so one thing I wanted to ask um you you have three churches um they're not all church society trust churches are yeah. they could you just um tell us what, how that works and and what the situation is with each of those and, and how that fits together
1: how the patronage works, or yeah. how, the, well, does it, how the three different churchships well, work. Together.
0: Yeah, so no, it's fine. Um, maybe just explain the patronage system situation first, and then um, if you want to say anything um, about how that works, having all three together, <laughs> you, you're welcome.
1: Um, it's it's complicated because there's slightly different flavours of of evangelical. Um, so uh, St Martin's has been uh, in the past uh, had. Uh, lots of links with, with reform and, and church society. That's, that's kind of changed a bit over the last 30 years or so. Um, so slightly different emphases on, in the ministry there. Um, uh, St. James has been a church society parish in, in Audley um a long time. All Sages Bank um, is... Uh, the, there was a, a various kind of things happened um, a few decades ago and, and, and eventually it, it came under the... Uh, got merged with, with St. James.
0: So those um, two, St James and Also Just Bank, have been in the same benefits for a while. I yeah, think, so they've been working they?
1: together for, 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 I'm sure I should know the numbers for this, uh, 10 years or so. And Whereas St, St. Martin's, Martin's
0: wasn't until you started. It wasn't
1: and was merged much more recently. And the vicar of St James and Aldi had the patronage for St Martin's and talk. And that was then transferred to church society. Gotcha. Um, so it meant that church society were then in charge of the, the appointments process.
0: I see. So two of the three churches... Have no church society patronage, yeah. but not all of them, and the different working relationships are different. I guess. Um,
1: yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's. It's tricky because village village life. Um, I think I think folks who um, have lived in in cities for a long time, let me take a take a while to adjust to it. Um, that the, the village has its has its own mindset um, and culture and identity and. It is a big deal to go from one village to another. So doing stuff jointly between Audley and and talking all sages Bank is is quite tricky. Um, Yeah.
0: So on a map, it might look like these places are very close. It's five minutes away. Mm. Why can't you just all meet together?
1: But But actually, if the bus links are difficult, uh, evening meetings for for folk who are elderly are tough. If the weather's bad. Exactly.
0: Um, As well as the sort of, but, but my church is... This one here on my doorstep, not that one over there in a different place,
1: and and that's really natural. I think we, yeah. we, we feel our identity a uh, really close identity with the church families we've been part of for a long time and church buildings that we're used to, and so working out how we, what we can do together, what we can't do together, um, that, that just takes takes a while, and yeah, and getting used to the complexity. So that the hardest logistical thing we've had coming together as a benefice is that the two larger services in the benefits were at the same time. One was 10.30, one was 10.45.
0: And you haven't yet worked out how to be in the same place, at, two at different places at the same time. Well, that,
1: that Scott is helping me with that. <laughs> but it, it meant that what, what happened was we had to change service times really dramatically at St. Martin's. And there were all kinds of things, looking back, I wish I'd done differently. And I, I, was, I was really foolish and pig-headed on lots of it. But the basic point that we couldn't have mm-hmm. our two larger services at the same time, I, I think it was right. I don't know whether right. I had the right answer to it. I, I don't know that we had any answers to it. And it's been really painful, Um, partly because of the change in time, partly because of the way I, I went about it. Um, numbers at, at St. Martin's have, have really dropped over the last couple of years, and that's been been really painful for folk, especially for folk who've been part of that church family for Years and, and for generations, yeah. it's been really hard.
0: Yeah, interesting. So, I mean, I, I sort of want to ask always about what are the the challenges and the opportunities of ministry in a particular place, and certainly that sort of holding together those three different churches, I guess, is one of the big challenges. Um, what are the sort of um, challenges and opportunities um, do you see as you look around the three churches?
2: So. I, I <clears throat> it's wonderful to be part of a community um I, I walk my children to school i see the pharmacist i say hello to them so that community aspect uh people seem to know each other yes there's he's the new strange guy that speaks differently um and and so that's that's wonderful to be part of a community so a lot of my work's trying to get involved in this, the schools uh, and uh they've been quite supportive um so i think Coming from a different context, um, previously in South Africa where people would commute into a church, it's great having uh, that identity and I think the long term ministry helps where people get to know you.
0: Yeah, I mean we you saying 27 years, That yeah, yeah. that's a real investment, but this is the sort of place I imagine where there's quite a stable population. And therefore that really long-term ministry pays off in terms of relational investment Absolutely. Um, that's, yeah. that's worth, yeah, worth sticking worth so around. So even,
2: even in uh, Osages Bank, I've gone into the school there, the school sees that church building as their church, even if they don't go there. So if there's a school function on week or special event, they'll come along to the church building. So there's that.
0: Yeah, those but, links are just there yeah. naturally for people.
2: So that's a real positive yeah. Trying to do
0: yeah, and then presumably everybody who's grown up going to that school also then thinks in some way of that as their church, and you know, it's a Even natural thing to...
2: whether they go or not, They're exactly. You're
0: still, yeah. you know, somebody that they might think in a crisis that's where I turn. Um, this is, yeah, this is mine as well. Um, mm. great. Um, what about um, other sorts of opportunities um, that you see within the congregations, the ways that you? Th- You can see that um, things might want to develop. So exciting to have appointed uh, Scott, I guess. Really? Yeah. Um, How are you hoping that will um, grow and develop the work that's going on here?
1: We're we're hoping long term that we see young people won and built up and disciple for Jesus. And um, I, I guess there's a danger of seeing youth work as being detached from from work with the rest of the ministry that the church family do i i think that's i don't think that's a kind of helpful model i think we want to serve alongside christian parents and the, the privilege and responsibility of bringing up their kids and uh, to, to know and love jesus we want to um serve alongside those those young people themselves as they want to invite their friends to to hear more about jesus um yeah it,
0: So what what does that mean uh, practically, Scott? You talked about going into schools. What other sort of stuff are you doing um, or hoping to do?
2: So uh, I think between um, my predecessor, was it a year or two year gap? gap. So because of that gap, a lot of things were dropped. Uh, So Simon, um, we ran a Christian Explored course, and I headed up a, a table just for teenagers, uh, we ran that. Um, part was if they wanted to be confirmed. But people came along and Christian Explorers finished. And that's, that's So in the last couple of months, that's become a youth group when there wasn't one. Fabulous. Um, we It then became apparent that there was quite a big age difference between some of the children from 9 and 15. It yeah. was big. Um, so we've splintered off and started in someone's home. Um, a, another youth group that's only got two or three so far, but it's aiming at sort of nine to 11 before high school. So, I mean, that's an opportunity that's just happened in the last couple of months.
0: It's exciting. Yeah. Um, Once you start those things, even if there's only a very small number at the beginning, it's much easier to then invite people and and sort of build it up once you've got something that's already going.
2: And the school being supportive, opening up inroads, just seeing people more and more, um, They've invited me to do more assemblies, so that, that's 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 a wonderful, uh, positive. Yeah,
0: great, good. And um, uh, you mentioned having sort of uh, uh, more families and and children, young people at St James. Um, is there is there anything happening uh, in the other churches? Any other ways of, of reaching out to um, uh, to a different generation there?
1: Um, we say we've we've got lots of families and lots of children we've got we've got about what is it about four or five families all of whom have, seem to have quite a lot of children so um so that's a way of kind of growing the yeah. youth work um, yes. uh it is it is um hard to see kind of what reaching out to that uh, a younger generation how to do that for the older congregations and that's that's on our that is on our hearts and we're concerned about it um so martin's run a, a luncheon club once a month for for over 60s um, and um try and, and do some do some stuff in the, the local school there um and we're trying to think what we can do in all sages bank um, really excited we've rented out the church hall to a community group and thinking about how we could build links there um but it's it's early days
0: yeah well all these things take time mm. but it's you know just seeing um particularly as you say when you've got these really strong communities that that the church in, in some ways already has a sort of natural place in how to um, capitalise on those um, and reach out. So if you were to to look forward, let's say, over the next sort of five or ten years' time, what would be your, your sort of dreams or, or hopes or ambitions um, for your churches in that time? What would you love to, to sort of see uh, God having done it in that time?
2: Um
1: I it's um, I feel I feel like everything is such a, a kind of whirlwind most of the time. That trying to trying to see to the end of the week is a bit, if I if I got a sermon by Sunday, I'm I'm a happy man. <laughs> um, Long term, I I guess more of the same. People growing to be more like Jesus, um, and and people coming to know Him. And the lovely thing about being part of a community like this is I think it's it's realistic to so we 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 want everyone in 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 these parishes to have been invited to hear about jesus and to have had a chance to 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 find out something about what he's like and i I think that's a realistic goal um we're we're hoping to do a, a kind of week of talks a kind of mission week next year um steve casey from um uh the um who uh, teaches the biblical counselling course in, yeah. in Liverpool is going to come down and help us with, with that, um, which we're, we're really excited about, and so God willing that's, um, that's an exciting opportunity um, what's the, the long term future for each individual congregation is um, I, I don't know, we we pray for we pray for miracles um, and we um, we're just, we're giving thanks for um, the, the, the privilege of um, where where we are at the moment, there's 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 a lot of challenges, and who knows where the Church of England will be in ten years' time? Who knows where um, any of us will be? Um, sure. But yeah, we're we're praying for the Spirit to be at work to make us more like Jesus in that.
0: Great. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah. So
2: so in, in my newly formed youth group, I've got quite a few teenagers that would say they're not Christians, but yet they come every week, and it's my prayer that mm. one day they're mature and. God willing, are the leaders of t- tomorrow um, as a teen, I think it feels like you're on a knife edge of where you're going to go. So I really would love to see them mature. And the thing is, if they mature, then they're going to start inviting friends hmm. because they want them to be Christian. So I think that's that, that's my goal. And also hopefully just working with the parents so that they, they just become core Christian families that sort of have this gravity well that yeah. sucks other people in to come to know Jesus. So I'd love to love to see that that happen.
0: Great. That's really exciting. Um so we do love to pray for our Church society parishes and um Simon, so, mean, you're always very good at actually sending us things to pray for in our prayer diaries. Some some of our parishes you'll you'll notice um it, it's quite sparse the information that we get. But there is always <laughs> something which is lovely um from here. But this is sort of an opportunity um just to kind of flesh any of that out a bit more. So uh, we could certainly be praying for some of these big goals um, that we'd love to see long term. But um, I know you've got an event coming up uh, quite soon. Maybe we could pray for that. Um,
1: uh, with John White, that's um, the one. Thank you. Yeah, John White, Professor Professor White um, from UCL is going to come and talk to us about matters of life and death. I uh, think about abortion and euthanasia. I think um, I, I think we generally, as a in the evangelical world, I, I think we're quite slow to think about those those really big ethical issues, and I, it took me years to to even begin to get my head around some of the implications there. And I think those are a, a core core battleground. I remember um, reading someone saying someone saying that in the kind of first few centuries of the church's history, that the big battleground was over um, the nature of God and and the nature of the Lord Jesus, his, uh, man fully man, fully God um and the trinity and the reformation it was about the nature of salvation how do we get right with god and in our day the battle is is over what does it mean to be human and and how do we how do we treat people as um people in in god's image so we could pray that's a a really fruitful time when Um, is that uh, it. it oh, Scott, I've got one of the lovely flyer Scotts designed. Seventh uh, of May, uh, okay. twenty nineteen, seven thirty PM. Everyone's very welcome. Um, it's a it's a controversial issue, so we could pray that it would be um, a really fruitful evening and and a helpfully challenging, and and that we'd be able to discuss things without kind of um, a kind of wrong um, uh, heated, uh, r- an unhelpful heatedness. We're praying for that yeah. to be a, a really useful for leaving um
0: other things that that you'd like us to be praying for either of you
2: well, it's something we've got we've tried to start up a, a club after school the school said that they need six uh, pupils we had four signed up so they've they've kicked it down till maybe when the weather's better um it has meant that they've invited me more to be part of school things however we've got a a like say ks2 Key Stage 2 club, hopefully to get off the ground in the schools. And also we've seen from our our church hall, a lot of parents are walking past with their children. So uh, we'd like to also get something started up just for an hour after school as they're walking past, Mm -hmm. particularly aimed at the the younger year 1 to year 4 or 3, where parents can come in with them, have a bite, do a game, do a Bible story. So it's part of that community lovely reaching out to all age groups so there's something for everyone but we do need god to open the doors
0: yeah great we can certainly be praying for those things anything else simon
2: i think i think for
1: our our godliness especially um especially mine um i love prayers for that i i think there's a i think there's a danger that we are trying to do a bit more than we can really pray for Mm -hmm. um which so, so you could, you could pray, pray for our, our prayerfulness. Um, it's been lovely getting seeing a kind of monthly prayer meeting coming together, a wonderful weekly prayer breakfast, um, but that we'd, we'd be prayerful for one another, that we'd be prayerful um, for the, the future of the churches and the, the, the kind of different burdens and pressures on us um, and the, the joys. It's, um, we've got an awful lot to give thanks for.
0: Great. What a great place to end. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast do you join us again next week where i'll be talking to andy and amanda brewerton about their experience of running a mission in a small church uh, i think that'll be really interesting to hear about um, as always if you have any comments questions feedback suggestions for future episodes do get in touch you can comment on our facebook page or tweet us at church society or email me ros at ChurchSociety.org. thanks so much for listening